What is up, ladies and gentlemen? What a fantastic time to be alive. Welcome to another episode of Constructing the Beast. I am your host, as always, Darius Riddick, a.k.a. Warline One, and it is an honor and a privilege. Just soak it in for a second. To be back here with you all once again to uh, reap the rewards that life has to offer. And uh, one of which that means the most and has the most effect is knowledge. Because with knowledge, there is power. And everybody wants power. Everybody wants to feel powerful. Uh, change my mind. Change my mind. Uh, so today, I just want to jump right into it. Um, today's title, man, it's just, just something that we have spoke on quite a few times uh, in the past. But it's like one of those things where you talk about it once, you talk about it twice. Hell, you can talk about it 10,000 times and you just don't ever really get enough of it. You can never talk about it too much because, you know, life gets busy. Life gets hectic. Life changes. People change. And every single day is like a different canvas, right? You get to choose how you want it to look. You get to choose which way you want to paint it. So with that being said, you can take the things that you've learned years ago and regurgitate them and continue to implement them in your life and continue to get better. In fact, I think that's one of the the greatest ways to build positive habits. It's that repetition. It's that consistency. And furthermore, it's a D word that we're not going to say yet, but we will hear very soon. Okay, so I won't, so jumping right into it, if you haven't figured out what today's title stands for, the acronym actually represents work what you can and fuck what you can't. So work being the positive verb of change, okay, and fuck not being literal <laughs> sexual mating process, because I know some of y'all got minds that are way deep in the gutters, okay, but it's more of the actual verb, again, of forego, all right, so before we even get into what that really means and why I feel like it's so important to the process of our, our, our warrior ethos out there, is uh, I got a question for you, okay, and the question is, why try and simplify a process that shouldn't even exist? Think about that for a second, okay? I'll ask it one more time. Why try and simplify a process that shouldn't even exist? <clears throat> so, as you think about that, um, I'm going to give you a couple seconds, but I want to jump right into what it what what our acronym stands for i don't even know how you would pronounce that but work what you can and fuck what you can't if for those of you that may have grew up in a religious household <clears throat> or that may be uh really into into the bible christianity uh catholicism i'm not sure where exactly that it stemmed from but it's the it's the old bible uh the old bible verse um O God and Heavenly Father, grant to us the serenity of mind to accept that which cannot be changed, courage to change that which can be changed, and wisdom to know the one from the other. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, has been around for, man, who, fuck, who, who, who knows <laughs> how long, okay? But I think that typically we forget the actual power of what that, of, of what that really means. And even if you're not religious, even if you 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 an atheist or you know whatever your preferences are you know there are ways to apply these passages to your every your everyday life and when i when you adopt the thought of having the courage to change what can be changed and the wisdom to know the difference of what you cannot change and what you can change that that does something very powerful both in mind and body and even spirit really uh and for me, why I wanted to share this with you all is I think it spawns what's known as cyclical self-belief. 
So cyclical self-belief is something that's extremely powerful, right? But a lot of people haven't experienced it or they don't even know that they're dealing with it from day to day. <clears throat> so it's a great feeling because, you know, you believe through cyclical self-belief that you can do absolutely anything, right? It is a cycle. And it's as cliche as it sounds, when people say like, oh, I, I can, I believe I can do anything and anything is possible if you just put your mind to it and yeah, woo. And, and you know, a lot of people are like, man, shut the, who the fuck is this guy? Like this hopeless optimistic dude, like shut up. But psychologically, there's something really powerful <clears throat> about that because a lot of millions of people, a lot of people don't realize that the first number one, first and foremost obstacle beside all the bullshit that happens throughout society is yourself, man. If you, if you don't have the positive mindset, if you don't have the positive language in your mind, even if you like the things you say to other people are just to vent or just to let them know like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. If you don't believe that shit deep down in your heart, if you don't believe it in your soul with every fiber of your person, then it's, it's not even going to happen. You're not even going to unlock the doors and open up the opportunities and overcome the fears to be able to get to that point. And that is where, ladies and gentlemen, hundreds of millions of people self-eliminate. Okay, self-eliminate. Besides race, besides money, besides poverty, besides circumstance, situations, people self-eliminate. They eliminate themselves from the process of even succeeding before they get the opportunity, before the door of opportunity is even within their foresight because they don't first and foremost understand you have to have the courage to change what can be changed. And even though you may not have it now, you have to allow yourself to have it. And if you and if you don't allow yourself, then I mean, how are you supposed to get it? Okay. <clears throat> And one of the reasons why I think this is a uh, this this is is most applicable is because those of you that know me know how much I care about human performance, right? I feel like that is the number one most and most invaluable currency in, in, in on this planet, right? Possibly, I mean, I don't even know what else is going on in the millions of other universes, but I know this one that we live in right here. This voice of this deity that you're hearing uh, is, is is this this this, this vessel believes that human performance is first and foremost. That is the number one value, right? Because you have a select amount of years on planet Earth. And <clears throat> in order to make those years the most enjoyable, the most, the most, uh, the most receptive, the, the, the best that they can possibly be in the most primal form is to take care of your health, right? Health and human performance are synonymous. They go hand in hand. If that is not at the top of your value list and any, everything else below it will never meet its ultimate potential. I'll give you some examples. Some people think family is the number one value. Okay. Absolutely. That's great, right? Some people believe that and that's okay. How can you take care of your family for the longest possible time you can with the and give them the best possible version of you if you are not healthy? Systematically, if you're doing things to truncate the years that you have on planet Earth, you do not value family. 150 minutes a week is all it takes to prevent majority of chronic diseases. Changing your habits whether that be nutrition or performance, also minimizes the risk and exposure to the risk factors of chronic disease. Okay, number one, hypertension. Number two, heart disease. Number three, obesity. I mean, all these things are quite preventable and yet millions of people die from them every single year. So again, that self-elimination process, when you do things that prevent you from getting to those values, that's, that, that, that's on you. 
okay? And that's a direct negation of the warrior ethos. <clears throat> I am sorry. I don't know what is going on. There is something, something happening to me. I'm probably <laughs> dying or something. Dude, I don't know. Anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, well, I, I really wanted to harp on that to, to, to start with because I feel like that's one thing that doesn't get said enough, you know, for even if you're if you don't value family, right, you're 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 alone, alone Don and you like to just, you know, be by yourself, do your thing. You don't want to have kids. You don't want to have wife, husband, whatever, whatever. Maybe you just want to be extremely wealthy. You want to have so much stinking money that you can wipe your ass with it. I mean, again, some people might disagree, but dude, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever you value, you know, to each their own. However, understand that money is one of the things that are like one of those more moralist values. So there's going to be those times where you have a lot of it and you have less of it. So in those times where you have less of it, you have to understand like, where does the value actually lie? Right. There are people who were billionaires, who were multimillionaires, who had to spend majority of their, of their earnings, of their, of their budget, of their revenue on just health bills on shit, just to keep them alive. Right. But because of things that were both preventable and not preventable you know it it happens but there are things that you can do to make that that way of life more sustainable and i mean we people talk about it every day celebrities nowadays are now finally jumping on the bandwagon where they're like okay health equals wealth you know all those pictures i took with those stacks of money to my ear they were cool but now you know i want to take videos with my personal trainer or being on the beach because i lost all this weight because i'm not i'm not fat or i'm not disgusting anymore and you know that's great. But I want you all to take that at face value and understand that's what it's about. Whether you agree or not, your quality of life will increase drastically by putting health as the number one value. Okay. And for me personally, how I learned this great question. I believe it all stems from training. You know, it, it, Think about the process of the gym for a second, okay? The reason why the gym is so intimidating and, and why it's such a, a, for some people, it's a dream crusher and they get paralyzed by the idea of going in there. And for some some people, they love to go, not because of the fear of judgment. It's because of the process behind the gym. It's transactional, okay? You can go to the gym one day, two days, three days, four days, and you won't see any fucking progress. You can go for a couple weeks and you still won't see progress. One day you can lift a thousand pounds, for example. And the next day you can lift half as much and feel like dog shit. The next day you can be on top of the world, you know, feeling great, getting pumped up, looking juicy. And the next day you feel flat. You feel disgusting. You have other people who look way better than you in the gym. And now your self-esteem is in the toilet, right? So it's, 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 it's so dynamic and it changes with each location you go, but it's transactional through your discipline and your consistency. Okay. It's, it's like the one place in the world where one day you can get a million a million bucks in the next day, you can get $2. Imagine for a second, right? If we want to call it transactional, imagine going to the gym. Okay. Um, and, and one day you can, you can lift a thousand pounds and you feel great. And the next day you can only do half of that. It's similar to the value of going to the bank. It's transactional. One day you can, you can get paid. You can go, go look at your bank account and you can see $2,000. Okay. And you get your paycheck, you see it's $2,500 after taxes, okay, whatever. Now you have $4,500. Now imagine coming back two weeks later and you get paid again. 
and it's only 1250 So you got paid half of what you did from putting in the same, if not more work from the past two weeks. Now imagine what that feels like. I can only, I can only imagine some of y'all right now going up to your bosses or going up to your managers, going up to the bank, asking y'all what the fuck is going on and flipping out because you got half of your paycheck that you did for doing more work in the past two weeks. And that's one of the crazy things about training, right? You can continuously, you can put in the work four days, four day, four, five, six days out of the week out of seven. And then the next week you get, you, you get less back from what you put in because it's, transactional over time ladies and gentlemen it's cyclical it doesn't just happen one week or two weeks three weeks four weeks eight weeks it happens progressively over time and that's again where people self-eliminate because they don't work with what they can and they don't forego what they can't one of the things you cannot forego is the process of actually going into the gym and putting in the work back to back to back, day after day after day. It doesn't matter what drugs you're on, what genetics you have. They won't work if you don't work. No matter what you do, you just won't see the results immediately. And that's I find it so humbling when people ask me what drugs I'm on or like, Hey man, you take, you know, you take steroids, you, you shoot up, man, you know, like, let, let me get some, man. Like, and, and in my head, there's, there's a lot going on. Okay. First and foremost, who the fuck is this weirdo asking me if I take drugs? Okay. But on the same token, I'm like, man, dude, I, this, this guy really thinks that I take drugs when just eight years ago, I was six, one in 120 pounds soaking wet. You know, it, for me, it's really, it's it's really all inspiring to myself because I'm like, dude, if you only understood what this journey has been like just in this short period of time. And it's one of the reasons why I get up here and share these these kind of experience with you guys with you guys and share this kind of knowledge because it's one of those things that are just well overlooked. A lot of people just don't get it, dude. It's a process. It's about the consistency and it's about the discipline. And whether or not health is the number one value to you, whether or not you care about the gym or you care about the abs or having a juicy booty or big arms or lifting, uh, getting a thousand pound deadlift or squatting heavy, getting PRs, getting PBs, winning competitions, being the next golf champion, you know, being a volleyball, wherever, if even if fitness is not your passion, if you don't care about it, understand that that discipline that you get from the gym going back to back to back to back when you don't see results is what immediately translate to your ability to succeed it's where you derive that courage to change that can what can be changed because your body is under your direct control what you put in it what you do to it, how you manipulate it, is going. It, the look is going to be a direct reflection of all of that. Okay, so if you if you just say like, oh well, I don't have the genetics for, it, or it's too much work, or you know the gym is too expensive, or I don't have enough time, which is one of the worst excuses. I mean, you could make possible, then you're going to apply that same mindset to everything. It, it's going to it's going to happen with everything because there's no fucking way and you can't change my mind and convince me otherwise that, you know, you cannot care about your health and you can be a slob and eat like shit and and not ever go to the gym. And then you're going to make investments in stocks or, you know, you're going to run a business like the, run the best business in the world or you're going to be extremely disciplined when it comes to your your education. You find like, how you do one thing is how you're going to do everything. And even if you feel as though 
you are disciplined when it comes to any of those things, imagine if you did adopt that courage mindset, that warrior ethos mindset in the gym, going back to back and not getting anything transactional and then taking that and applying it to everything else. People wonder how, you know, we have these underdogs who start from poverty and literally come up on top of the world who are broke. And then, you know, they have so much money they can now give to other people. They can provide opportunities and create create life for other people. It's with that same mindset. It all stems from being able to undergo that level of discipline where you may not get anything right now. You may not get anything next week. You may not get anything four weeks, four years from now, but it'll happen eventually. But you got to you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it because when you work with what you can and you say, fuck what I can't, it creates a mindset where, wait for it, anything is possible. Uh, you in the presence of a king, scratch that, you in the presence of a god.